0: dive into real estate what are you waiting for welcome to the dive into real estate investing for newbies podcast where you will learn some of the newest strategies and simple techniques to get into real estate investing this podcast is about helping you take action and motivating you to dive into real estate for financial freedom now your host cecil rose Welcome, guys, to another episode of Dive in Real Estate for Newbies. I am your host, Cecil Rose. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. We come out every Monday with these podcasts. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I'll have a link at the bottom uh, of this video. So you can, once you subscribe, you will get these every Monday to your. Podcast, whatever you signed up under. I am your host today. I'm actually solo. I got some guests coming up real soon, some more guests, so I can bring y'all some more good content. I just want to appreciate everyone for their feedback, their comments. If y'all have any questions or anything you want me to discuss, talk about, please feel free to uh, reach out to me, DM me. I do have uh, a short sale course coming out. I'm hoping uh, it'll be ready by the end of this month. For all of you who don't know, I do specialize in short sales. I've done hundreds of short sales. I still continue to do short sales. I help real estate investors, real estate agents. Uh, I buy them for my own portfolio. So, uh, And that's really what I'm gonna be talking about today. It's a topic that I, is a question that I get all the time. And the question is, can you wholesale short sales? Can you wholesale short sales? And the answer to that question is, it really all depends. Now, I'm not an attorney and I'm not trying to give you advice as an attorney. So please don't take this and say, I told you anything about going do something. Cause no, I'm gonna tell you to check with your attorney. First thing I would like to say in, in my business, I like to disclose everything that I do. I mean, from me being a real estate agent to, hey, I'm buying these properties for my own real estate portfolio, or I'm not the buyer at all. I work with investors that buy properties. So when I, when I say, can you wholesale a short sale, it all depends, is because if you actually buying a property, and you have beneficial interest in that property. When I, I when I buy short sales, there are all approval letters with deed restrictions in it that says you have to hold a property for 30, 60, 90, sometimes 120 days, and then you can't actually buy it and then flip it and make a certain percentage. So there's deed restrictions in short sale approval letters, but Is that what all lenders? No, all lenders don't have that in their approval letters. That's why I say it all depends. But if you are buying a short sale, then you would have to double close on it. So I know with wholesale, because, and I'm not trying to get on this topic, people ask, well, is wholesaling legal if you don't technically own the property? And that's, man, that's, that's a big topic. That's a big discussion. But I'm going to say it again. You need to disclose everything to what you're doing. Now, if you are buying something and you're making a certain amount on it, I would advise or I would personally, I double close on my deals. Or that's what I prefer to do. I double close on my deal because I am actually taking possession of the property. Once I take possession of it, then it's my property. I have a right to do whatever I want to do with it. I can resell it. But if you're buying a short sale and then the approval letter says on a deed restriction, because when you're closing with that title company, the approval letter will say you have to record that you cannot sell this property in 30, 60, or 90 days with that 100% 120% hundred and twenty percent whatever they have in there uh, to a certain amount uh, to a, a certain time then that has to be recorded at the courthouse so you really can't buy it and resell it until thirty to sixty to ninety days later so my question is can you buy it and resell it? yes, but you have to wait until that amount of time has actually passed. Now, for a wholesale deal, it's a little different. You don't have a mortgage because most of the short sales, they have mortgages on them. When you're doing a wholesale deal, if, if you have something that's free and clear, then that's the difference. You don't have a mortgage on that. But if you don't have any beneficial interest in that contract, then some people are questioning, well, how can you resell it if you don't technically own it. And all you're doing is reselling a contract. With short sales, you can't really resell the contract because you have to take ownership and possession of the actual property. You have to, you have to have to have ownership. Your name has to be the person that's buying it. And then if there's no deed restrictions or anything like that, then once you buy, you can immediately resell it and that's how in the past I brought a lot of my wholesale deals. I mean a lot of my short sale deals. I've pretty much I brought it some people say hoteling but I brought it I've closed on it and then maybe 30 to an hour later I resold it but I actually brought it. For wholesale deals some people just are trying to assign the contract and if you're not You can't assign the contract if the approval letter in the short sale is actually in your name. So you can't assign it and the approval letter has been approved. This is the whole method of how you close on a double closing or a wholesale. So it's from A to B, say like if I'm buying a property and another person is the seller, so that's A to B. So once A to B we close, then it goes from B to C, meaning that I own it now and I'm selling it to another end buyer. So what most people do from A to B, I get the approval letter. The short sale is approved in my name. Once it's approved in my name, I have to close on it. I can't just assign my short sale approval letter to somebody else and they can close on it. You have to get the C buyer name in the approval letter if that's what you wanna close on because you you can't close on it because it's not approved in your end buyer's name, it's approved in your name. So that's what I'm saying. It really all depends on um, if you can wholesale a short sale. And I wouldn't call it really wholesaling a short sale. You can really say it's you really hoteling it because you can't assign a contract in a short sale. You you just gotta close on it. That's period. You gotta you have to close on it. And if you're trying to do it a different way then legally, it'll be incorrect. But it does that doesn't apply to you doing a regular wholesale deal. Cause I get people who are confused when you do short sales, they think it's the same as a wholesale deal. And really it doesn't work that way because like I said, you have a mortgage on a pre-foreclosure. You have a mortgage, even if you get it way, way low and you trying to sell it to make a profit on it. You, you, With short sales, you got real estate fees involved. You got attorney fees involved, title fees involved. And then uh, again, if you if you're trying to resell it, then there are still fees on the first closing, and then you gotta do the second closing. With my short sale deals, how I've closed them in the past, and even with wholesale deals, I use transactional funding. You know, uh transactional funding where they would charge you a certain amount for the first closing, and then once you close on the second, you would just take the amount of that transaction fee and then close on that deal. So I just wanted to talk about that because like I said, I get a lot of questions, a lot of investors, they, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to wholesale short sales. And if you never really worked one, if you, and even if you have worked them, you know, if you've done them enough, you got a lot of approval letters and depending on what particular lenders that you're working with, because that's the thing. Once you start working with these lenders and you find out how their approval letters are issued, then you know up front, I can't, I can't, I'm gonna have to buy this property. There's deed restrictions in there. So the best thing for you is this document what you have. And I talk a lot about that in my short sale course that I'm coming out. You know, we're at an a all-time high as far as with forbearances, people that are in um, in default 30, 60, 90 days because a lot of people have filed forbearances and forbearances are temporary postponements of payments on their mortgages. But we're at 4.3 million right now. That's from what I read statistically. And we know that the unemployment is supposed to end the end of this month. So some people just have filed forbearances just maybe because they needed time, saving money. But lenders are putting the payments on the back end. And I think that's not what all lenders, some lenders are after three months, they may work something out with the homeowner, ask them, hey, can you afford some payments? Maybe we can break the payments up so that can get the person caught up. I think it's a good time to start marketing to people who are in pre-foreclosure because, again, a lot of people may not come out of this as a lot of other people. People are still, businesses may not ever come back. So it's a good opportunity. So if you're not marketing, I would advise keep marketing. Keep specifically marketing to, you know, leads, you know, pre foreclosures, probates, absentees, whatever you're doing in your niche or in your market, I would say keep doing that. And, um, you know, hopefully there's more and more deals that are coming out that I'm still picking up pre-foreclosure leads, and I'm still doing short sales. So i actually, I've never stopped marketing. I will continue to market. I will not stop because marketing is the lifeblood of your business. So I just want to share that. Thank y'all for tuning in. Appreciate everyone and look forward to seeing y'all on the next episode of Diving Real Estate for New Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Dive Into Real Estate Investing for Newbies podcast at diveintorealestatefornewbies.com.